How has one benefits professional been at the top of his game for 15 years without ever selling an insured product? We'll find out in this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. Today's episode of Shift Shapers is sponsored by Rogers Benefit Group, a national employee benefits general agency. For over 65 years, Rogers Benefit Group has focused on helping brokers deliver creative, value-driven solutions to attract new group business and strengthen existing client relationships. For more information, go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com. Today, we're pleased to have Jimmy Parrish with us. Jimmy has had a 15-year career in employee benefits, and his entire focus for those 15 years has been on kind of non-traditional plans, and those are a lot in discussion today. Those would be legal plans and identity theft plans. He's been a top producer on both categories, and Jimmy, we're pleased to have you with the Shapeshifters audience today. Thank you, David. I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you. As I mentioned in the intro, the landscape has changed. What are you seeing, both in terms of, of benefits and then the need for both the legal products and the identity products? Then we'll talk a little bit after that about how brokers might approach this market. Thank you, David. Yeah, I, I got involved in 1999, as you mentioned. And uh, uh, during that time, I've seen a, a tremendous increase in the number of individuals, companies, and brokers interested in our legal benefit plans and identity theft coverage per se across North America. Just from a legal standpoint, we live in the, the most litigious country in the world. And a recent study showed that uh, whereas 33 million hospitalizations occur each year, almost 100 million lawsuits are filed. So we're three times more likely to be involved in a lawsuit than we are to be hospitalized. And unless you've been living under a rock, and have not seen anything with news and cyber breaches, you know that identity theft is the fastest growing crime in America today. Uh, Federal Trade Commission has been monitoring this now for about the last 12 or 13 years. They are the governmental entity responsible for overseeing identity theft for the U.S. government and have started passing laws and trying to do some other things in the market. But we're seeing more and more uh, companies express an interest in this, uh, the Society of Human Resource Management actually had legal benefit plans as the uh, number five most requested benefit just uh, three or four years ago. And so I'm seeing more and more companies that are trying to add these benefits uh, to their portfolios, and we're finding many employees in those companies that are gravitating toward them. And most of the time, we're finding these benefits being offered uh, as voluntary benefits, 100% employee-funded, where there's no direct cost to the employer and lots of commission opportunities in the broker space. Now, it's interesting to me, your, your entire career in the benefits side has been involved with these, basically these two products and variations of them. And that's not probably true for most of our audience. But I know that in a, in a post-ACA environment, a lot of brokers are trying to diversify their practice and perhaps use some non-traditional or non-insurance, if you prefer, products, yet many of them are not aware that this even exists. So if you're an employee benefits broker uh, on the more traditional side, maybe core medical or some other voluntary benefits, 
What's the thought process? How do you start to think about incorporating these into your practice? What's the approach that you use with your existing book? Well, I found with a number of brokers that I've worked with, they've got a tremendous book of business and they've not thought about either of these two products uh, to add uh, to their existing client base. And so we've seen brokers that I've met with recently that have looked at this as an add-on to take into existing accounts. And then I've also seen many of them approach some people that they've tried to get involved, get in, cannot seem to create, crack the uh, either the life and health or in property and casual or any other side of uh, the benefits they might provide to them. But by being able to mention that uh, the legal benefit plans are available or playing off the news media with the increase in cybersecurity, cyber liability, and most specifically, at least in uh, 2014, the target case. Most everybody is aware of that, and many of the people that they're talking to have been affected or know someone who's been affected by the target breach since 110 million people had some kind of contact with them, either directly or indirectly, as a result of what happened last Christmas holidays. So either one of these doors, we find brokers being able to go in, and when they do, they're typically finding receptive ears. It's interesting because sometimes the marketing gods do smile upon you like that. If you're marketing identity theft and a target case comes up like that, especially around the holidays, it certainly captures people's attention. One of the processes that I know you go through an awful lot, both with the brokers you work with and also helping them with clients and with your own clients, is education. How important is that and and how does that roll out? How do you do that kind of education things? What do you talk about? Well, I've done a lot of uh, work in the HR space, and uh, I've been involved in human resource management. I mentioned Society of Human Resource Management and been involved, uh, you know, most of my 15 years in that area. And as a result of uh, hosting some luncheons or traveling to some events, being involved in trade shows, I've been asked to do some lunch and learns for companies. Some of these are very sizable companies, several thousand employees, some of which may or may not have an interest right then, but by being able to come in company provides the lunch. I go in and do a, a typically a 30 to 45 minute overview of what legal plans and identity theft plans can do. That starts the ball rolling. And then also uh, as a result of just being interested in the identity theft field uh, over 10 years ago, received a designation back in 2003 from uh, the only source in North America where you can be certified as an identity theft risk management specialist and began doing seminars for no cost just to get in in front of companies, civic clubs, chambers of commerce, other types of insurance and broker groups, actually creating a continuing education program in my own state where insurance agents and brokers were actually coming for six hours of CE credit, and it was designed on education as far as uh, three hours on identity theft, how to protect your employer and your employees from identity theft, then another three-hour course on cybersecurity and cyber liability. And we had dozens of agents that came in because, as you said, David, many of them are not aware of this. They don't really understand it. They were, they were brought up in the insurance industry over the last several years or decades thinking about the specific mainline products. And they realize now when they hear about the interest in these two areas that they're leaving money on the table by not including them in their benefit packages. And now, a word from our sponsor. For over 65 years, Rogers Benefit Group has been committed to helping brokers with employee benefits. They partner with professional agents to bring fully insured and self-funded medical plans, 
plus a wide range of ancillary benefits to the client. When you partner with Rogers Benefit Group, the value added goes far beyond plan benefits and service. Their proprietary PPACA modeling tool helps brokers evaluate the law's impact on each of their clients and allows them to strategically guide their clients through the law and its regulations. And to make sure that groups with over 100 employees don't face penalties next year, they've partnered with several insurance companies and TPAs to custom design minimum essential coverage and minimum value plans. To find the Rogers Benefit Group office near you, just go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com and click on their logo at the top of the page. And now, back to our conversation. I know that some of the wrap for more traditional health-type brokers, if you will, or traditional employee benefit brokers on working with some of the larger providers of these kinds of plans is that originally, at least years ago, their structures were in more of a multi-level marketing environment, which is for a lot of brokers kind of counterintuitive to what they do in their insurance lives. But I understand that that's been changing over the last couple of years, and some of the major providers are starting to create divisions that are more broker-friendly and kind of meet the broker in an area where they understand that landscape as opposed to the the old MLM style. Is that correct? Well, it is correct. I know in, in my company, Legal Shield, uh, recently over the last uh, six months to a year, has created a separate division uh, called uh, Legal Shield Solutions. And it's all about the benefit side of our business. We talk about uh, the employee benefit sector with the group, with the uh, legal plans and identity theft coverage. Our broker division is found in that particular space. We have a small business division, a commercial driver's division, and a lot of these products, again, are designed where from uh, MLM, where you might go out and, and offer products such as this or e- even other types of products through that particular business model, the Legal Shield Solutions model and other companies that might elect to go this route it's product-driven. It's product-based. You are able to recruit individuals, brokers, but you don't have to. The product stands on its own merit, and that's what's brought a tremendous amount of growth in this particular field. And am I correct? There are benefits now that are available not only to individuals on the voluntary basis that you talked about earlier, but there are coverages that have been built specifically with the employer themselves, with the employer entity in mind. That is correct. Uh, Just for instance, uh, companies of 100 or less employees, there's some uh, products available where you're not actually covering the employees, you're protecting the business entity. So you're actually covering you know, a tax ID number where a number of things that a business owner might have need for related to uh, legal services and identity theft protection can be found in some uh, plans directed solely toward those specific needs, from unlimited telephone consultation to debt collection to contract and document review. Sure, most businesses already are working with attorneys, but in in those cases, they're paying some fairly significant billable hour rates where we're talking about a lot of times uh, under $150 a month. uh, Some of these companies can receive tremendous value for coverage in these areas as well as uh, being able to uh, take this product and use it to access some consultants that would help them in the everyday operation of their company in areas of uh, payroll, accounting, marketing, technology, where you would maybe hire a consultant to come in. 
these programs have access to consultants. And if you just ask a question, you will get an answer from consultants in your specific area within the next one to two business days. And as I said, it's a very affordable rate. And it's something that many business owners don't realize exists. That's a great description of um, some of the things that employers might use a plan for. And we talked about the identity theft portion on the employee side, and that's kind of obvious, I think, as to what the coverages are and what the need is, especially in light of Target and some other big data breaches. On the legal plan side, what do you find that, A, most resonates with employees in terms of being a benefit they would want to purchase? And then, B, once they have the plans, do you have any data about what parts of the plans they use the most? Well, due to attorney-client privilege, we're not privy to that. But, you know, having, again, been involved with this now for 15 years and being in front of myself around 10,000 employees a year all over the country, I'm seeing, first of all, from an employer standpoint, David, they are seeing this in light of the fact that uh, we'll just look at it from the standpoint, the number one reason, and most all the brokers are they're listening in today, as well as employers would realize the number one reason people miss work is health-related. Got to go to the doctor. Got to be hospitalized. I'm sick. It can't can't be at work. The number two reason people miss work is to deal with personal problems. They may call in sick, but they may not be sick. They may just not have personal leave that they can address these matters. So what we're finding with many employers and brokers is they're saying, if we can show you a way that you can keep employees on the job by not having to bring in temporary workers or in the case of education or or school systems, uh, substitute teachers, if we can show you how that by offering a program to the employees, they can stay on the job, they can contact a law firm that's reputable, get a call back the same business day, that can help in a number of ways. And we found that through some studies that were done outside of our industry, that uh, these programs tend to reduce absenteeism and reduce employee stress because if it's related to a legal matter or even identity theft concerns, their mind's not on their job. They're thinking about some of the problems they have with their family or legal situations or divorce, child custody, child support. Someone stole their information. Uh, And even if it's happened to their spouse or a family member, it still affects that employee. And so if we can do those things as far as reduce absenteeism and reduce employee stress, we're obviously going to be increasing productivity. And that business owner is going to see it. Uh, a spike upward in their in, uh, bottom line and being increased. So that's what gets the attention of the employer. From the employee standpoint, we're, we're, it's a very easy sell because when you think that the average billable hours now in, through North America are anywhere between $250 and $400 per hour for an attorney's time. And then in most of these situations that you find with legal benefit plans, you're talking about under $20 a month. And so you're saying if we could get someone that will pay you know, under $20 a month, let's just say under $240 a year versus $250 to $400 an hour, all we have to do is share that particular information and educate the employer and the employees that if they could just take this plan, use it once or twice over the year, they would easily pay for itself. And considering that it includes last will and testament, living will, healthcare power of attorney, estate planning issues that 70% of Americans and Canadians do not have, right away you're in a profit mode as far as being able to use that, get the wills done, and you know, you've know you not even scratched the surface of uh, uh, what the plans will do and other types of things from telephone consultation, contract review, moving traffic violations, and other things that are provided in those services. 
So let's talk a little bit about the practical application for folks in our audience. I'm a broker. I've got a book of business. I've been very successful marketing, as I said earlier, core and maybe more traditional insurance products and even perhaps some voluntary products to my clients. What's the approach? How do you counsel brokers who work with you to start working their book of business? Because that's obviously the easiest place for them to, to enter this market. What are the steps? Well, what first of all, they would need to align with uh, you know a company that, that provides them, and there are several good ones out there. Uh, and that's one of the things that we find is very attractive in this space. I was listening to a, a podcast recently that talked about some of the major insurance providers that are household names that are spending you know just south of one billion dollars a year on advertising, and they're saying they're spending their time fighting over the same clients. And here we're talking about less than three to four percent market penetration throughout North America. Individuals that have legal plans and identity theft coverage basically finding new clients. And so many brokers, once you align with a company and get some education on product knowledge, it would just be a matter, first of all, of uh, taking this to your existing book of business being able to share with them that you're now carrying these services and just, you know, as you have relationships with those clients, just being able to talk to them about how they're handling identity theft concerns or do they know someone uh, who's been affected. When I first started in this, David, in 1999 and, you know, was kind of a pioneer in the area of identity theft uh, coverage, I would ask in any audience I was in, how many of you have either been an identity theft victim or you know someone who has? Maybe one out of 10 would raise their hand. Now, when I ask that question in 2014, at least three and sometimes as many as seven out of 10 in that audience are saying, yes, it's happened to me or it's happened to someone I know. And if you start talking to people about in any kind of room uh, with an HR director or a company owner, and you just ask some general questions you know, about your employees, uh, just put your employee cap on uh, uh, Mr. Business Owner instead of uh, your employer cap on. And I want you to think about your employees and how many of them uh, have been treated unfairly by the legal system. How many people have, been, have had moving traffic violations? How many people have gone through divorce? How many people have had child custody issues or uh, have had situations develop with their children? And you're going to find the majority of employees will say, yes, I could have used an attorney. And they realize when this could be done in many cases through payroll deduction for less than $5 a week coming out of their paycheck we see a large number of people that will gravitate to the services. And so it's mainly just making, first of all, the existing client base aware of that and then using this as a door opener to the clients and customers they've not been able to penetrate, but now with these services are able to have a foot in the door to hopefully gain all of their insurance business. Interesting. Jimmy, thank you so much for sharing all this information. We've just got a couple of minutes left. I wonder if we haven't touched on kind of a practical, real story about how brokers might incorporate this into a more traditional practice. Can you give us an example of maybe somebody you're working with and how that process is going? Absolutely, yeah. I have a gentleman right now that uh, he's just been involved for less than 90 days and got introduced to this particular concept through another broker that I'm working with. And he was fascinated by it because uh, he had used the product. And that's what intrigued him. He had uh, It was a second marriage for him. And uh, when he met his wife, and they had issues that you would imagine in blended families with children and stepchildren. But his wife had been a member of uh, a legal shield and had the legal plan for years. And when he had a chance and got exposed to it, he was excited about it. And then he realized, uh, even though he was very involved in the health space and health insurance, that this was a product 
that he could offer to his existing clients. And so he and I met, we talked about it, spent some time together. He enrolled in the program. I'm working with him. And just last week, we had a conference call with him that he had set up with the school system and his county government, where neither one of them have this. Uh, He's had relationships with them for over 20 years, and he's now offering this this fall to both of these entities and is very excited about it because they know him, they respect him, his children in the school system, and he's already, you know, carrying their health insurance and some other ancillary products with them. And now because of his relationships, he'll be able to add these services as well and is very excited about the opportunities moving forward. It sounds like a story that's applicable to almost any traditional employee benefits broker, doesn't it? Very much so. And and with light of what's happening with uh, Obamacare and uh, just health insurance commissions being cut generally, with more and more brokers looking for additional revenue streams, both of these products have been a godsend to a lot of people that are looking for that and are now finding success in this particular area. Jimmy, I want to thank you so much for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. We appreciate the time that you've spent with us and look forward to chatting with you again down the road to hear how the the system has grown with more traditional employee benefits brokers. Thanks again. Thank you, David. For more information about this episode or about any of our earlier episodes and to learn how to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. While you're on the site, leave a comment and register to be part of the Shapers community. You'll be the first to learn about upcoming specials like exclusive webinars and content you can use to take your business to the next level. Again, thanks for joining us for today's episode. And remember, you have the power to shape the shifts in your business.